Welcome to the Guest X Podcast, where my co-host Brian Hamawi and I uncover the latest technologies and human-driven initiatives that are raising customer expectations and forever changing how we define customer experience across a host of industries. If you are passionate about creating incredible content and unique experiences, join us as we talk to leading product and experience experts across the globe and learn about how today's most successful brands are setting themselves apart from the competition. <laughs> Brian, it's a good point. It's a good point John makes because you know, we deal with this at Explory where with our suppliers being our activity providers, right? There's, there's times when we will get, you know, they'll bring up some of the same things, which is, well, you get, you know, because we're trying to help them get in with the lodging providers and the vacation. And, you know, and, and they'll accuse us kind of of some of those same things. And I always tell them, don't forget that without you guys, we have no product. Like at the end of the day, we're a platform that helps local activities work with local lodging, but without the local activity. So everything we do, everything, I mean, really everything the OTAs do, although we may not understand it, it's counter to their own success to do things that are going to hurt the industry, hurt bookings, lower the price of bookings, especially as we've gone with the the fee and everything to the guests. So it's a good point, Brian. I think some people don't forget that more often than not, we are all on the same side of the table. I think it has to do a lot with, it goes back to education in the industry. I think a lot of us just don't have either the knowledge or the understanding of what's important. Starting with data, John. I mean, you, you keep talking about how much you guys put out, how much data you put out. There's so many pieces and, and things that you guys put out. Do you guys feel that the, the property managers in general have a good understanding of the data that's being put out by yourselves or by other OTAs and are utilizing that data the right way to advance their property management companies. I know I look at data and at some points, I mean, it just goes way above and beyond my head, but I've got one thing I did learn was to surround myself with a really good team of people that can help me implement different things. I, I feel a lot of property managers, even though we're professionals or try to be as professional as possible, we're flying by the seat of our pants most of the time. Um, trying to get a booking, trying to generate some revenue, and then trying to answer ultimately to our homeowners and keeping them happy. But we're not doing a fantastic job of gathering the data that you guys are publishing to us and using it to make us more successful. Yeah, so uh, that's another really big question. So let me let me uh, let me let me just kind of kind of take it in in, in, a, in two or three steps. Data of itself is meaningless. It's just ones and zeros. That's all data, data is. It's the interpretation of that data. It's a, it's a collection and the interpretation of that data in ways that are understandable and relevant that um, is critical. And so, yes, uh, we have, I, I think one of the things that, that we talk about is how we have more, tra- more, more data in travel than anybody on planet Earth, uh, save perhaps Google. And so, you know, whether it be travel behavior, um, whether it be uh, demographic data, whether it become occupancy or, 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 or rates, uh, pricing data, um, we've got all kinds of data. And, and what we want to do is we don't want to make the data available. We want to make the relevant information available. And so uh, that's based on the data. 
And so today, for example, back to the professionals, uh, the partner success team, they have a thing called a market insights report that is yours to get just for the asking of it. And this thing gives you all kinds of data and information. It's a report. It's a, it's a six page report on your market, on what's going on in wherever you are. And that thing is so valuable and so insightful that I tell people to white label it, take some of that information, say that and, and, and send that off in reports to your owners and show your owners how smart you are. I mean, that's, that's how powerful that data is. Now, as, as we're moving forward, we wanna, you know, there, there's, there's a whole effort within Expedia Group to re-architect and re-platform all of our different lines of businesses into a, we're calling it one world right now. This is not rocket science, this is beyond rocket science. Um, and, and, you know, pulling all this together. But what we wanna do is we want to enable the data and the information eventually to become self-serve. Now, one of the, one of the so, so um, yes, Okay, and one thing I one thing I, I didn't want I didn't want to forget to say, folks, everybody listening, whether you like it or not, you are in a high tech business. Okay, this is a high tech business, and so understanding um, what you have available to you from your different partners from Explory. I mean, oh my gosh. They've got all kinds of information that they can provide to you. I certainly know that Verbo and, and Expedia Group um, can provide you all kinds of data. One of the big, bit, the biggest thing, in my opinion, that data is live data from Expedia Group is really going to help you with is setting rates. All about revenue management. Okay, revenue management to me, I told you that trust accounting is your absolute number one priority in your entire business. And when I say that in front of a group of a thousand people and I ask, does anybody disagree with that? That to the penny accurate owner statements is your number one priority? Nobody raised, in 18 years, I've never had anybody raise their hand. I will, I, in my opinion, the number two core competency that's most important is revenue management and learning revenue management. Amy Hynote of VRM, VRM Intel, holds an annual uh, data and revenue management conference. Yeah, this the DARM conference. Yeah. yeah, the DARM conference. Yep. This year is going to be in August in Nashville. Get there. Yep. Get there. You know, because all of the revenue, man Expedia Group is going to be there. All of the revenue management companies are going to be there. And they're going to be talking, they're going to not only be talking about their products, but they're going to be talking about, it's your learning opportunity to learn about revenue management. That is the biggest next bastion of opportunity um, to get, use that data, use the live data, use your market data, use, your, use the comp data that, that they give you um, to help set your rates. And eventually you're gonna set your, you're just gonna have the systems set your rates automatically based because that is what computers can do far better than human minds can do. You can't have a thousand people doing things as fast as a single personal computer can do in terms of computational analysis. So yeah, data is huge. Uh, long, I, I'm giving you way long answers. Um, <laughs> no, this is, I love it. I'm I, sorry. Yeah, but that's a good. So that was a big statement right there, and I think I think that's probably a good segue into where this industry's headed because we'd love well, to. Get what, your, what was the big statement? The, what was the big well statement? that all of it? Well, it was all, but 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 the, well, <laughs> but hold on. well, well, hold on, the, and, I, and I'm going to say this. One is that John has just called us high tech. 
Yeah. That's a big statement in itself. No, no, because doubt. I think, no doubt. I mean, I mean, yes, I think, uh, but but a big statement. It's a big statement. It is a big. Well, it's a big statement because I've I've often questioned yield management is is everything I think that you just said it is, John. But I have, I'll be honest, I have questioned whether or not in my lifetime vacation rentals will be able to be managed in a. Uh, set it and forget it. And I don't mean set it as in at one price, but tell the computer, just turn it over and never look at it. And not because the computers just can't, but because of, we go back to the uniqueness of each property, that that property sits on a piece of property that no other, if it's a home, no other home sits on. It's yep. relative distance to certain things is exact, is unique than any other piece of property. The, um, the interior is unique in a way that is, you know, the amenities they provide, whether it sure. has a hot tub. So, I mean, do you really think, I mean, just you think though we'll get to where at least the top X number of, of factors that it can take it all into account if you can get, I guess if you can, if you can get it all that data and it will be able to, to set it down to that. Cause I look at some of the systems now and as your comp set, you have to pick things that have a hot tub, right? Because hot tubs get a lot more in Breckenridge in a week than sure. one without. And so it's, it's not yet able to really understand who your comp set is, especially about the more unique characteristics. Okay. So, uh, Big statement that you made was currently. Right. Okay. Now, okay. So my answer to that is I don't know that we'll ever get to 100%, right? But I do know that the more we understand and the more the more that can be presented to, to, to property managers, um, uh, the, better, the better we're going to get at it. And, and there's going to be some property managers that are going to test the new tools that come out. And this is going to be an evolutionary process, right? I mean, we're going to, the companies are going to come out with tools and you're going to try it and get better and better and better and better. And, and folks are going to be testing, 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 testing. And at some point in time, some of these, some folks are going to go, you know what? Every one of my tests comes back, comes back right on. Mm-hmm. And some That's people are just going to say, I'm just going to let the system do it. Now I will tell you that today's systems can't do it can't do it. But you know what? I mean, with the advent of artificial intelligence and computer learning, right? Yep. This stuff is moving really freaking fast. And um, it's it's one of those things where where computational power um, builds upon itself. Yep. Right? And it's not it's not linear growth in, in technology capability. It's it's um, uh, exponential, exponential, growth. right? Oh, it, 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 you're right. And to but, some extent, it's only so, limited by can we give it enough data to feed it? Because exactly, those type, those exactly. type of computers require massive, like verbo type amounts right. of data. So guess what? Guess what? What we do when we look at our homes in our brains is just a bunch of if-then statements. Yep. That's all it is. It's That's a decision the logic tree. that we go through. It's yeah. a decision tree yep. on how we're going to how we're going to price the homes. Guess what computers do? <laughs> yep. With enough data and enough, yeah. With enough data, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And so will, will we will we get there hundred uh, percent? Probably not because I don't know. You get to any place hundred percent. 
but is it gonna is it gonna is it gonna be uh, more and more of a of a major opportunity to use computers to price your rates so they're not so high that you scare people away, but not so low that you leave money on the table? Yes, I do. I do believe that's a fact. If or a fact of the future, yeah. um, is it gonna is it gonna be a set it and forget it? Uh, to be determined. Yeah. To be determined. But to a certain extent, I believe it will. That is fascinating. Yeah. I think uh, the more we understand the guests as well, if the computers can learn from the guests, the guest stays and analyzes right? that data. Right? Right. Exactly. Asking the right questions. And I think that that's where it really makes a difference. It's not just about the pricing. It's, it's understanding why a guest picked a particular home. What about those features made that home valuable? Or picked, or picked a market. That. Or exactly. picked, right? picked a market, so even, I mean, a time of year. A, you take a market like Orlando where we have 30,000, 40,000 homes, right? There's some uniqueness to each one of those homes, maybe. And understanding what makes one better than the other or not. And then being able to price it based on the features that those houses have, even at mass quantity. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, I mean, it's, I mean, data is everywhere. We're cl- the, the chat, right? I mean, we're using, we're using chat. I mean, millions of times a day, guess what that is? That's yeah. data, data, right? And, and you're seeing it on, on, on Verbo and you're, you're seeing it um, happening today where we're using, we're using our artificial intelligence engines, right? Our computer learning engines. And we're learning about the traveler. We're learning about the traveler. We're learning about the traveler. And then guess what? We learn enough about the traveler. We go, you know what? If you, given given who you are, um, you would like Branson, Missouri. Yeah. Right? I would never have thought of Branson, Missouri. But years and years and years ago, I told people, listen, there's going to come a point in time when your little market is going to become an international destination. And guess what? Because of this stuff that's happening, it's happening, yeah. right? And of course, back then, everybody said, John, that just tells you how much you don't understand our business. And I'm, I'm just thinking out in the future in terms of what, what at the time. And so it's, it's happening, right? And COVID accelerated that as oh. well. I mean, oh, totally. some of the destinations yeah. that we saw explode over COVID was just, I would have never understood that happening without an event like that yeah people really decided to and i think a a big part of that was the acceleration of technology and and what you guys did making drive to markets close to home being able to escape people's homes to go two three hours down the road and and explore adventure yeah and and then being able to say well if we can do it now we can do it anywhere in the world and people in general and i think you know, pre-COVID, pre some of the technology that's been built, people weren't as adventurous. We talk about this all the time, like my wife and I, and I say, if we didn't have the things that we have now, and we went back to like the 80s, let's say, or even early mm-hmm. 90s, people stuck to brands. Adventure into staying in a vacation home with a host that you didn't know, that was almost, my dad would have yep. never done that. Now, you just, Matt, where are you? Yeah, I mean, I'm, in, I'm in Brussels, way around and, the world. Yeah, in this guy's house. Host. Yeah, it's beautiful, <laughs> and, and he met me here when we got here. I mean, it was it was so cool, and we he runs a tech company and now lives in Hong Kong, and this is this was his home, and he didn't want to sell his house. Like now, I've met somebody, we've connected on WhatsApp, and we'll you know we'll remain acquaintances and maybe friends at some point. Like it is, it it really is cool. 
It's, it's all so about cool. love. It is. It's it all is. about love. Yeah. <laughs> so that so that kind of segues me into how are we doing with guest experience? Are we at the right place? Do you feel on the ground serving our customers the right way? Forget technology. Are we are we performing as an industry as a whole? Because we can't do things 100% either. But are we meeting the expectation of the guests as with guest experience? You know, and 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 in in my view, um, if we're not, you're not going to be in this business very long, right? I mean, I mean, there there's there's been a lot of a lot of companies, a lot of owners who are no longer part of this business because they just couldn't keep up with the bar of professionalism that just keeps going up. And and you know, honestly and and frankly, again, my view um, is that companies like Expedia Group and, and Verbo are driving that, right? Mm. Um, the good news is, is that we're informing our partners on what that is. And as long as we do that, you know, it's, it's going to be everybody's choice. But, you know, like I said, um, uh, through COVID, this, oh my gosh, I'm just so happy and proud uh, uh, to, be, to, to, to have been part of that and, um, and seeing that happen. Uh, the, the, I mean, this, this is such a promising industry. And, um, you know, there's a reason why so many people are, are trying to get into, the, into it, right? And, and um, uh, because it's, it's, it's great. It's been discovered. It's been discovered. I've, I've been having some conversations over the last couple of days with, with, with a few people. And, you know, one of the most common themes is, boy, I wish the good old days. You know, I wish the good old, I, I remember the good old days when, blah, 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 blah. But then, you know, okay, so there's low, low parts of the good old days, but now let's talk about what's happening today. And they go, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm, I, it's, it, it's great. Yeah. And so, uh, so the opportunity here um, is amazing. And, and you know, and, and we're, we're giving you, in, in a lot of ways, we're giving you the blueprint to success. Make sure you manage your books to the penny accurate. <laughs> And use Expedia, sites like Expedia Group and Verbo as, as research sites. Do what they tell you to do. I mean, for crying out loud, pick up the phone and talk to them, you know, um, because they're there for you. And um, just take care of your guests. Take care of your guests and have fun and know that, know that it, it, it's, it's about taking care of one another. And it's, it's, about, it's, it's about being there for people and helping people achieve their dream vacations and experiences. And what what better place to be, you know, making a living doing stuff like that? It's wonderful. Yeah, I so, I, I think I, I, I think a lot of people will look back and say, I was there at this point in this industry, right? Where where it really started. And you don't get many chances like that in life. Like, don't under don't don't take time to appreciate. It. I tell our partners all the time. Like this industry is hard. It is. It is really hard. Like you said, John, but it's really but you know hard. What? Take, take a moment and sit back and go, you know, I'm not at the tail end of an industry. I I'm, crea- no. I'm helping create no. an industry right. every Absolutely. single day. Uh, I, I know that we've, we've got to start to wrap up Brian. And I know, I, I know Brian wants to, and I want to hear about you, what you've got in store, but my last question and this is going to be tough, I think, maybe, you know, I've had the pleasure, and I, I say that with every meaning of the word, to to have the opportunity to to get to listen to you uh, probably half a dozen times doing keynotes and stuff at conferences. And I've left every single one of them with, you know, a little tidbit of something I could take back to the little company we we're trying to build. And 
Um, so it'll be tough for somebody as positive as you, John. So I'm going to lead with that. But what is, what's the big, if, if you would say, maybe not fear, that's the wrong word, but what's the biggest challenge now facing this industry? Every industry has them, so we shouldn't shy away from it, right? And the more honest we are with ourselves about what they are, you know, is it the regulations and, and kind of getting, you know, figuring out a way to come together on that so that we can eliminate it? Um, is it, to Brian's point, you know, making sure that um, that we we meet these guest expectations who many of them are coming for the first time from more resort standardized type experiences. How do we do that? I mean, there's there's a lot here to choose from. What do you think today is the biggest challenge facing this industry over the next few years? I think you said it first, uh, government regulations. Yeah. Government regulations. You know, I mean, key for key, you know, the other thing that you mentioned in terms of keeping up and trying to figure out what to do next. Um, there are lots and lots of resources out there, including including Expedia Group, um, to help you navigate through that. But you know, if if the law shuts you down, you don't have a business. And um, we all know this. I, I will tell you that that I think that it, our biggest problem is that is what we started talking about is that we are a fragmented industry still. And, um, you know, and I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you a very recent example in Honolulu. They, there's now 90 day minimum rentals, 90 days, mm -hmm. right? And if you go on Verbo and if you look at all the homes that are available, they're only in three resort areas. All of the other homes on, on the beaches across on, on the whole island of Oahu are gone. Yep. Right. They don't show up on the map anymore. And, you know, one of the biggest problems that we have it had in Hawaii is that the, the hotels and the government partnered up the hotel lobby. They partnered up. They organized. They had one they, the same voice. And we don't do that in the vacational industry. And I'll give you a specific example of where we failed as an industry, not expedient group failed. But I was having a conversation before before the ordinance passed. And I was talking with, uh, with a property manager in Waikiki, and he says, you know what, John? He says, I think it's okay. I think it's okay to, um, to uh, prohibit vacation rentals outside of Waikiki. As long as they, as long as they let us keep doing it in Waikiki, I'm fine with that. And I told the guy, I said, you're, you're going to lose. Yep. You lose. Yep. I said, because what do you think the people outside of Waikiki are saying? Right. The, they, yeah, the, everybody's got their own agenda. Everybody's got yeah. their own do it my way. And the, we got an entire industry that is not organizing behind one voice. No. And I have been talking to the folks in Oahu for 15 years, and they have been trying. They have been trying mightily to bring everybody together. But still, you, you have that dynamic going on. And um, so what, what the other thing that we've been saying for 15 years, and I know you guys continue to say is you guys get together get together have coffee together have parties together have birthdays together i don't care but get together right and 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 go go into these things with one voice now yeah now and i think i think you bring yeah, up the, I, the, the the feeling sorry but the, the the feeling that that will never happen here i hear that a lot i live in destin florida a town that does not exist without vacation rentals right we have we have like a couple bases right but i mean other than that nothing 
nothing, 12,000 full-time residents. And we now are having people stand up at city council meetings going, we should do away with vacation rentals. And I guarantee you, you know, our clients who are there, but we've got 2,400 homes with Explorey or partners, um, partnered homes there. But we have, we have partners who would tell you never in their lifetime did they think that they would hear somebody stand up and say that. So I do think, to your point, John, we've all got to identify with the industry. And an attack on one is an attack on all. Now, that also means it we is. have to self-regulate, right? These party issues and things like that. We have to say, look, we, we owe a duty to our industry to act a certain way and to self-regulate so that the governing bodies don't feel a need to come in because anytime they come in and regulate, they don't understand our industry and they do it through, through things like something bad's going to happen. Yeah. They, parking and, you know, and then there's inadvertent, you know, ways to clean up. And so, you know, we, we technology, we launch, um, you know, noise aware and the, you know, good product. Right. And it was a good solution. And we could go to people and go, no, we now have these and we're, we're going to self fix this and, you know, and things like that. But identifying, with every vacation rental person, whether they manage one or a thousand, because really an attack on one is an attack on all. And every think, other industry you, treats it that way. Why and shouldn't you know we? what? You know what? I think I think there I think you ought to create that as a tagline for the industry, Matthew. Yeah, no, that's what happened. What happens to one happens to all. I mean, and every place, every place you true. guys talk, and the VRMA, yep. what happens to one happens to all. That is exactly the attitude. That we need that we need to have geographically. Well, I think it's going to have industry. some serious repercussions, and we're going to go and we're going to invite you to a phase two, episode two of this whole thing, John, because I think <laughs> we've got so much more to dive into. <laughs> I mean, you know, you talked really quickly about the vacation rental industry versus the hotel industry, but the hotel industry is not trying to come into the vacation rental industry, so that's going to bite them. Uh, when they've created yeah. and helped create a lot of these regulations and some of the destinations that should be so hot for them. You'd kind uh, of think, huh? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see where that goes. Yeah. So as we start to wrap up, we know that you have an announcement to make uh, and you've made this announcement. <laughs> yeah. We, 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 we don't want to insinuate that it's being made on guest acts, right? Right. <laughs> it's like we're important. Uh, we're, not but... <laughs> we're not that important. Yeah, we're not that but important. But I do. You know, watching you through the industry over so many years and, and hearing the announcement that you're going to tell our listeners about, I'd love to know what's next for you. And and um, are you still available to our industry because you are such an important figure for us? I will I will absolutely make myself available to to, to the industry. I love this industry. Um, I, I, I anyway, I, I can go on and on forever. Um, I, I love our customers. I, it's just. Yes, yes, I, I would love to love to uh, stay in touch and, and help wherever I can. Um, where I'm going, uh, I'm retiring. Uh, I lose I use that term very, very loosely. Um, and uh, and so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be doing three things. The first thing I'm gonna I'm gonna finish is a book that I've been working on for 15 years and it's about uh, the Japanese American experience in World War II where uh, a guy and his family was put into a Japanese-American concentration camp. This man volunteered to fight for the United States Army during World War II, who put him and his family in that concentration camp. And he went to, went to, went to war with the 442nd, which was a segregated Japanese-American 
fighting unit, which went on to become the most decorated unit in the in the history of the United States. And this guy came out as being one of the most decorated war heroes of World War II. And it's just it's just an amazing story of courage and, and loyalty. Um, so I'm finishing that. I'm going to be starting a podcast. Um, it's called Finding Better. And it's it's uh, mostly for young people. My, my kids have been asking me to do this for 10 years. And, you know, just letting people, there's just so much bad advice happening out there and so much bad content. And just going, just offering my experiences on, on it's okay to live a good life by living a good life. You know, it's okay to want more for yourself. It's okay. And you know what? Your whole life is about the choices that you make. And, um, and, you know, talking about how to, how to make money, how to, how to work, how to succeed in, in, in life. Um, and just, just, and, and bringing on really, really cool people, um, kind of their, their secrets in life on, on really living, living good, living good, being a good person and caring for one another and loving one. Another. It's okay. Right. I love it. And so yeah. I'm going to be I'm going to be launching that podcast in July. And then uh, the last thing I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, uh, I think I'm with, with four or five really amazing people going to be launching a high tech nonprofit company. Mm. And it's it's all about making the world better by connecting people. And so um, ju- just a, just a quick just a quick description on what that is. The elderly and retired people represent the biggest pool of knowledge and experience on planet earth. And yet they identify themselves three ways. Number one, they're forgotten. Number two, they're discarded. And number three, they're lonely. So what we want to do is we want to mobilize those people. We want to give them purpose. We want, we're going to, we're going to create a platform where people can come with whatever cause they want to, they want to have addressed. Um, One of our guys wants to solve the education problem in third world countries with first world uh, technology solutions. Another one wants to address homelessness. We've got these projects. We put these projects out there. People can put their own projects out there and people with like minds can participate, can come and, 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 and change the world and make the world better and find purpose. And we think there's a huge opportunity. One of the guys had, had a friend in Dubai and big, big top executive or government official actually and he says, hey, Ken, do you happen to know anybody who's a great hydraulic engineer? I've got this big project I, I, need, I need someone some help on. He says, yeah, I do. He's 90 years old and he's my dad. So he calls up his dad and says, hey, dad, would you like to help this guy? And his dad says, oh, my gosh, I would love to engage. I'd love to participate. I'm not going to charge anybody anything. I just want, I just want to do stuff. And so they con- he connected these two people together. And at the end of this, there were two very happy people. You know, one because he got to engage, and the second one because he had his problem solved. And and in their own little way, they brought the world just a little bit closer together. And if we could do that at scale and match people to problems and and issues and movements, maybe we can make the world a little bit better. So so that's that's something that I I think I'm probably going to spend the better part of my life on for the next thirty years, but we'll see. Yeah. So oh, that's great. Yeah. It's exciting. Well, you let, um, you let us know when you're ready to go with that. We'll, uh, yeah. We'll and totally, totally. And yeah. definitely when the, when the, when the podcast comes the out, right. yeah. I'd love yeah, to let okay. our guests know about okay. that. Wonderful. I, I look forward to hearing that. I love some of the, my favorite podcasts are really unrelated to our industry, but it's about life. Mm-hmm. Right. And, yeah. um, 
just learning from people and hearing their stories. The, um, the art of storytelling is an art that I think, you know, is we're, we're, we've lost a little bit because everything has to be in, you know, you know, 42 characters or less or whatever, you know, 142 characters or less, or yeah, it's gotta be quick. And sometimes the best stories, they take time to develop and, and, and understand where it's going and where it all comes. And so I think, uh, some of those stories of hearing from people and their successes will be really, really cool. John, thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. I know we've taken up way more of your time than we, uh, than we said we would. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's our MO. We'll just, we, we promise you it'll be short and then we get you on and then it's hard to get off. So, <laughs> well, uh, I think most of that's my fault. Uh, no, so I'm sorry no. About that. So, yeah. uh, it's good storytelling. Yes. Well, <laughs> well, thank you very much. And um, we will look forward to watching you from a little bit further away, but watching you and all of your, you know, unquestioned, undoubtedly will be great successes in, in these, in these initiatives. And it doesn't surprise me that they are, you know, all geared towards making the world a better place and telling those stories that can help make it a better place. Like that fits you. And I think, um, that's something you gain with age, right? Is you you learn who you are and what makes you happy and what what these type of projects are. So I'm glad you're pursuing them. Yeah, I think I think everybody has got three careers. Your first career is to learn, your second career is to earn, and your third career is to return <laughs> and give back, right? And that's so awesome. uh, that's uh, that's what I'm doing. So I'm 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 ending my uh, professional career and just going to focus on giving back. So. Uh, thank you guys for having me Absolutely. very much. Thanks, fun. John. That's it for this week's episode of Guest X. Be sure to sign up for our email list at guestxpodcast.com. That's guest, the letter X, podcast.com. And follow us on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. We are Mr. Guest Experience, Brian Humawi and Matthew Loney, signing off and reminding you to always create a customer experience worth talking about. This podcast is a Hospitality.fm production.